Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about finding a true sports physical therapy clinic. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am here with the crew of Champion PT and Performance up in Boston answering your questions. I have Dan Pope, Lisa Lowe, Mike Scudetto, Dave Tilly, Kevin Coughlin, and Lenny Macrina all here answering your questions. Len, who do we have for students today? We have one student, the, the lone wolf. We have Michael Barra from Belmont University in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, the home I of... Fit- Nashville. I feel like if you howled right there, Michael, when you said the lone wolf, if you actually did that, that would have been, that would have been pretty epic, but maybe next episode. But Michael, what, what do we have for a question today, my friend? So today we have a question coming from disgruntled in DC. If you're hired to a practice voted best sports medicine practice in the city, would you be highly disappointed if you were treating a mostly unfit sedentary OA and chronic low back pain patient? What interview questions might you ask to be sure that if hired and invited to the party, you are also allowed to drink the punch? <laughs> I think wow. that was a great question. I also think most people in D.C. are disgruntled right now, so that this will be hard to <laughs> to, fig- to figure out who this person is. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, that's a great one. I, I like how they phrased it. So now, again, this is this is almost like several episodes ago, but like, you know. We've given out too much info. Right? We can Google and figure this one out. But uh, but yeah, we see that all the time, right? Sure. Uh, um, you know, most outpatient physical therapy clinics have the word sports in it, right? You know, which is kind of ironic that we don't, Len. Why didn't we? Should we have? Champion PT and performance. Yes, yeah, sports performance. Damn it. I know. I don't know. What is, what is performance? People probably think, well, I don't want to know what people think, but we, Broadway, we, Broadway performance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's so many things here, but, um, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to approach this question from the standpoint of a student, early career professional looking for a job. They want to get into sports, physical therapy, and all these outpatient clinics are orthopedic. Right. Which is fine. Right. Um, I, I would start by just giving those people a little bit of advice first and just say this, look, your clinic is open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. or whatever it may be. Right. Uh, your athletes are going to be in school at some time. Right. So you're going to treat adults. You're going to treat Medicare patients. It's part of what we do as physical therapists. 
Um, I would like to redirect a little bit of your energy and I would like for you to look at some of those patients and say, how can I treat them like an athlete? You know, because I think everybody's an athlete at heart, right? That's kind of some of the principles we have at Champion. Our CPS program here is that, you know, uh, you know, athleticism or performance isn't about sport. It's about what you want to do with your body. So I, I do think the early career professionals need to kind of, you know, think about that a little bit. Like orthopedics can be about getting the most out of your body too. So, so kind of keep that in mind. But like, look, like you're not going to treat high school soccer players at 9 a.m., Right. So, yeah, I think you have to have some realistic expectations when you're coming into this this job hunt. But what advice do we have for early career professionals that want to find a place that is mostly sporty? Why don't we say it that way? Uh, who wants to start? Lisa? Sure. Um, I mean, I guess as part of the interview process, I would I would ask to shadow for a day. So you like get a chance to like actually see what a day in the clinic is like. Um, you know, to see if you feel like you'd fit in with the other people so you can actually just see like who walks in the door. Um, I feel like, you know, it shows that you're interested in the clinic and that you're wanting to get to know the people that will be potentially your coworkers at the same time as then you get to kind of semi interview the facility for yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, get to see it firsthand with like who's walking in. Right. Yeah. And if they say no, maybe you could just like park in the parking lot and stock for a day, yeah. right? And just take <laughs> notes. <laughs> but also, but then that's also, that's a sign, right? If they're not willing to let you like shadow for a day to like see see if you'd like it there, see if they'd like you, like that's maybe also a sign, you know? Right. I, um, I, I, I like that. Don't go by the name of the clinic. Actually, actually go. And I think you can start with an interview question, right? When you're talking and just say like, you know, what's your, what's your, you know, what's your percentage of population between adults and athletes and, and start with that and see where right, the like conversation what's leads. What's an average caseload like, or, or, you know, whatever. Right. In terms yeah. of whether it's age range, but then I, I think, like you said before, Mike, that just asking about age range doesn't show you the type of people you're working with. I mean, there's athletes on all of our caseloads that are everything yep. from 12 to 70 something, you yep, know, and they're sure. all athletes and they're all looking to live their best life. And if we can help them do that, then fantastic. You know? Right. Yeah. What else? What, what, what other tips for the interview process? What do you got, Mike? Well, yeah, I'd say going back to the question, it's, it, it's a little confusing to me. It sounds like maybe everyone, all the other PTs are seeing athletes and this person is the only PT that's not seeing the athletic population. Oh um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's how kind of how I read it. Yeah. So my advice. Well, a couple of things. One is, is I asked, would want to ask this person, like, what's their background? Are they coming from a, a clinic where they treated mostly, you know, uh, older patients or like geriatrics or they saw a lot of low back pain um, people and they were hired to this sports medicine clinic and then the clinic decided that they're going to be the, the clinician that sees a lot of these patients. Um, but my advice to that person, if they want to start working with athletes, is they have to create, um, you know, some kind of incentive for their clinic to let them treat athletes. Um, so they have to provide some value to the clinic and say, okay, here's what I'm what I'm working on. So maybe they go into a niche of a sport and they say, okay, I'm going to really focus on this aspect of physical therapy for this specific sport. And I want to start bringing in some patients, you know, so if there's any soccer patients that, you know, uh, want to come into our clinic, you know, if you could put them on my schedule because of X, Y, Z work that I've done in this field, um, that'd be a great way to kind of break into seeing an athlete. So maybe start with a very specific niche of athlete 
obviously have some perceived value for the clinic. Maybe you're, you're doing research, you're writing blog posts, you're putting out promotional material for the clinic. Um, and then they're probably more likely to put some athletes on your schedule in that sport. Once you, once you get a few athletes in one sport, I think it's probably going to be easier to, to cross over to other sports um, and start working with more athletes on your schedule. Yeah, that's that's good advice, Mike. And I I, I t- try to tell people that you got to think that there's an evolution behind this and it's going to take a little time to get some traction. Right. But like you may start off just treating like a couple of like, let's say you have two soccer ACLs after school and the rest of your schedules, you know, like the sedentary, you know, Medicare type patient, like you said you know, in your question. Right. Um, I think what you do is you really, you know, you treat everybody great, obviously, but you really over deliver on those two. And, and what happens is over time is their friends, the parents of those kids, the coach of those teams, they're going to, they're going to slowly send you more and more people. And then you'll go from, you know, 10% athletes to 20% athletes, and then 30%, then 40%, right. It's, there's going to be an evolution where if you excel at something, it will happen. It'll, it'll take some time but you gotta you gotta get there um, just for a perspective so. when i started out as a pt and mike you were there with me um <laughs> this was in 2003 four I, was, I was i was the medicare therapist for health south in birmingham and so from Forgot about that <laughs> eight in the morning until three in the afternoon or whatever it was i treated one patient an hour as because i was the new the new hire and so I treated only Medicare patients from like eight to three until high school got out. And then from like three <laughs> to five, whatever it was, I would treat high school kids um, and, and athletes. And so, but you get relationships with the front desk, people who are, who are scheduling, you develop a little niche, you, you talk to your boss and you do con ed and you, you, you kind of grind and you focus your attention on a certain aspect of what you want to, what you want to do. And then they hire somebody new and you get bumped up you are no longer that person and you now have developed a, hopefully a little niche and relationships with the front front office who are doing the scheduling and you hopefully begin to see the fruits of your labor pay off. So it's a process, but I think we've all kind of <laughs> been there, at least me. And Len, what do you, what do you think? What's the majority? What are the, what are the two diagnoses you treat the most right now? Yeah, now it's ACL and UCL. So uh, this, this, I <laughs> right? see a lot of CLs. <laughs> so so hang in there; it gets better. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot we did that to you. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that was right after the big FBI raids, and we were we, we, were, we wanted to make sure we were doing we were doing good by the the federal the uh, Medicare uh, right. Right. guidelines. Yeah. But you know, I, I th- but I think that's that's a really good point. And I will say this: I will say around Christmas time, we are quite envious, right? All my patients smell, right? And Lenny's got baked goods, like he's got like all these like cupcakes and cakes that everybody's giving him, right? And all my people smell like feet, right? So it was it was it was definitely something we were we were jealous of Lenny <laughs> at at the time. But uh, I, I I do think that's a good uh, a, a good uh, concept. Uh, I like that because we have to accept that this is a part of practice and you will get there at some point. That being said, any other advice that anybody has, like for somebody that is looking for a PT clinic, I think it's obvious to talk. I think it's obvious to, you know, try to shadow in there. Is there anything else or is this simply something where the person just has to go out there and try to get some, try to get some patients themselves to make it, the the athletic environment they want what do you guys think i mean I, i'm kind of curious to hear from like dave dan kevin you guys just came from like insurance-based models like what'd you guys do dan yeah i think it's a bit of a mentality shift and i don't know if this is what's going on for the person who asked this question but 
I think sometimes we kind of expect to go to a clinic and the clinic to hand us the people that we're looking for. Um, I don't think that happens often in life in general, you know, not just with physical therapy. So I think a lot of it is you want to go into a clinic that's open to you trying to see a given population. And then you kind of have to market yourself. You know, you have to do all the things that everyone just talked about. So, um, you know, you go through a lot of schooling and I don't know if it's your first job. It sounds like your second job, right? Maybe, you know, you were hoping it was going to be a little better. Um, but I don't think we can go into it with this expectation that's going to kind of deliver exactly, you know, what you want. Maybe in this case, it was a bait and switch. And I really recommend what everyone else says. So Lenny, right. Just trying to talk to your boss, like, why am I getting on Medicare people? Can we get a plan to stop over the course of time? The other part is like, I think you have to kind of earn the respect of the community that you want to work with. Right. And that's, um, that should be the expectation going into it. It shouldn't be the other way around that people should just show up and be on your schedule naturally. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of hammer that home and just reiterate what you guys already said. Yeah. Again, I just think, I think you got to make the situation how you want, right? So you go to that soccer player's first game back, you're there on the sidelines, you're cheering them on, you're wearing a t-shirt of your physical therapy clinic with the word sport in it. Right. And, and you're there like, you know, but you're part of that process. You have to, I hate to say it, but you almost got to become part of the family. I almost tweeted this over the, over the weekend, but it's literally over the weekend. And I can't tell you how many athletes I was talking to over the weekend, some personally and some just like for just little advice here and there. And some athletes I haven't even worked with in for 15 years and they're still texting me questions about stuff. Like you got to be part of their lives working with sports and athletes. Like you got to be part of, uh, of helping them and become their go-to resource. And then they'll send all their friends, their teammates and, and that sort of thing. So get out there, get in the community, reach out to coaches, volunteer your time. You know what I mean? Like, like make the situation the best you can. I, I sincerely think that any, Anybody, even if your whole clinic treats just sedentary adults, I think you can become the athletic person if you put yourself out there. Just realize that you may have to go get some of those patients, right? You have to do that lead generation by doing some of the things that 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 we've talked about. They're not just going to get magically handed to you. So, so keep that in mind as well. Awesome. All right. Great question, Disgruntled. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, for that. If you have a question like Disgruntled in DC, head to micron.com, click on the podcast link, fill out the form, and please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we will see you on a future episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to micron.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.